Hey gang, you're listening to Lisa Marie Van, aka Victoria from WWE, aka Tara from Impact Wrestling TNA, and you're listening to WNS Podcast. And if you are not tuned in, I'm going to come back and widow's peak your butt. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dan O'Haren. I'm Tyler Bear, Professional dog. <laughs> we welcome you to episode 260 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter, at WNS Podcast. Yeah, so there you go. So welcome to the show. Lots to talk about this week. Royal Rumble, Raw, some Q&A, a little bit of Hot Topic news, all that good stuff. But all first, that jazz. And all that jazz. So uh, really good stuff. So uh, before we dive into that, how you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Yeah? Hanging in there? Yeah. yeah. Where are you hanging from? Uh, this chair that I'm sitting in. Well, you're sitting on You're not hanging from it. No, I'm not. Although I could dangle my feet and dangle, my feet are hanging. I guess Dangly I don't know. Pants. How are you doing? Doing good. <laughs> yeah. Doing all right. Doing well. Awesome, Doug. How are you? Um, I'm professional, man. All right. I can do this. Yeah, let's do Only it. He's professional. Um, yeah. So uh, Royal Rumble took place this past Sunday. Raw took place this past. Uh, Monday and uh, the podcast is taking place right now. And the podcast is taking place right now. Really good stuff. Um, next week, just a heads up, we're going to uh, are we going to we're going to try and discuss Lucha Underground. So obviously, we'll be you know one of the last to talk about it in the uh, in the wrestling we're world. We're still going to talk. About we're still going to talk about it because it's with fun. The total divas. Total divas. That's right. For y'all and you. No, yep. I will not be discussing Total Divas. Are you going to uh, discuss Ride Along or whatever it's called? You know, I watched it on uh, on the network. It? Yes, I saw it. What did you think? It's fun. Yeah? It's like um, Table for Three in the car, kind of. Oh, okay. I did laugh at Big E's flexibility, his leg flexibility. I liked when they were in the... Uh, the restaurant. The restaurant. And there's like, Daddy Vince paying for this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they do make references to Kofi's age gap compared to uh, to Xavier and Big E. They call him Pops. They call they do call him Pops. That's right. Uh, and they also had uh, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz ride together because I guess they're both from Cleveland, so they had to talk about Cleveland stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Their car ride seemed way less fun than the New Day car ride. Yeah. Although it's showing like Ziggler starting to show his age where he's like, you know, I used to be the, yeah, let's go party. And now I'm just like, yeah, let's go to sleep. <laughs> so I don't know if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Check like it out. 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I don't know if they're going to do like a two, two car ride along each episode or something like that. But they didn't show our truth. And- no, 
they that just was it was episode. it was just the new day and then uh, Ziggler and Miz. Is. So next episode must be Wade Barrett and Sheamus. Then it's going to be whoever they want. How about that? The refs. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. Um, well, I guess let's just, uh, we don't have any, uh, any feedback cause we do have some feedback, but it goes, it pertains to the, uh, the Q and A. So let's dive on into, uh, the Royal Rumble, like we said, taking place, uh, this past Sunday. First matchup is the, uh, the kickoff match. And that had, uh, Mark Henry, Jack Swagger going up against the Ascension, going up against the Dudley boys, going up against the odd pairing of Darren Young and Damian Sandow. So, uh. This matchup, it was a, a fairly good start, but the ending was very screwed up. I know, Tyler, you, even you were point, pointing out, man, this, this matchup was... Uh, Weird. Yeah, or at least the ending. Yeah. With Mark Henry breaking up... What, did he break up the pin and then... No, he did, he did the, uh, that splash to Bubba. Yeah. And he was going to pin him, but he didn't realize Bubba wasn't the legal man right and then he went for the pin on one of the members of the ascension the other member of the ascension came Uh, in stood there while one of the dudley boys got over to him i think it was was, was a little weird and it was funny but it was it was all right yeah but uh the uh the winners of the match got entered into the rumble and the winners happened to be uh mark henry and jack swagger the crowd was popping for sandow oh absolutely they were they were clamoring very hard for him um uh also whenever uh because sandow came out they came out to his music him mm-hmm. and darren young and darren young ran around him <laughs> and put his arm around sandow and he was trying to do the millions of dollars dance <laughs> with him but sandow wasn't having any of that but uh yeah overall it was a fun opener and it was just a odd ending and uh if you want to know what we mean make sure to Go to the WWE Network and check that out. But uh, let's kick things off. Opening contest, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. Intercontinental title on the line. Last man standing match. Uh, this was, I mean, it was it was a great opener, in my opinion. It was a very solid matchup. Uh, it was a lot of fun. These guys went to town. The crowd was hot for it. Um, what did you guys think of it? Uh, yeah, the, the crowd was really uh, into it. Um yeah, there's a lot of stuff they teased and stuff. Uh, I did like the um, the bumps they took and uh, mm-hmm. the double stacking of the uh, <laughs> table. Yeah, but that uh, I don't know. Even though I, I popped hard for it, that that cannonball he did to uh, Ambrose on the uh, outside to the um, was that breakaway? Um, oh, like outside? the little announcers area. Yeah. The ring announcer and the timekeeper. Yeah, that, that's something easy, and you know people spear through that all the time. But mm-hmm. I still like the cannonball through it. Yeah, Doug, what'd you think? Uh, I was pretty good. I wouldn't call it great or anything. Um, they did a lot of the standard um, gimmick match spots that the WWE does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess with the exception of like the double stack table, it was not a traditional like Fed gimmick uh, spot. Um, I don't know. It's sort of weird because I feel like I like both these guys, but I feel like they don't have the greatest chemistry in the world together. Yeah. And um, not that this is, I mean, this is clearly a step up from what they've been doing, but um, I just wasn't wowed, especially for a guy like Owens who like sort of excels in gimmick matches. And uh, Ambrose comes from a background where you think he would excel. Uh, 
side matches too. And they were fine here. I'm just saying, like, on the whole, like, um, I don't think it was anything too great or any, um, just their feed in general. So, but yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good opener. And I, I probably sound like I'm coming down on it, but I just, I thought it was good. I just didn't mm-hmm. think it was anything too special. I did chuckle at the spot where Kevin Owens got flung into Michael Cole and he, uh, broke his glasses and threw his phone and all that. Just intentionally I, messing I, with him. I missed that part. That's what Doug was trying to point out or whatever. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I thought it was a really good match. I thought I enjoyed it. Uh, it was uh, Dean Ambrose being the victor on that one. So uh, so not too bad. Uh, next match, we got to see tag team action. The New Day going up against the Usos. Crocs. And Thank you. Um, My socks. One of the... Uh, one of the things in our predictions that I was not counting on is the return or an, or the debut, I should say, of Francesca 2. Had I known that that was going to happen, I probably would have gone with the New Day to uh, to to win. I mean, yeah, if it, well, I didn't know that they would bring it out then, but you mm-hmm. know, they would have brought another uh, eventually. Back. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know. This uh, this matchup was fun. I really liked the ending uh, with the. Uh, Splash, Biggie catching the splash and turning it into the big ending I for the win. That, but I'm I'm blanking on certain stuff throughout the that match. Yeah, the the crowd was mostly into uh, Xavier and the trombone. Play the trombone, and so he was. Nah, y'all don't deserve it. We're not going to do that. And you know, there was a lot of focus on the outside of the ring as opposed to what was happening inside of the ring. Doug, what do you think? It's it was fun enough. This is sort of what you get from this pairing of of groups. Uh, we've seen these guys wrestle each other a lot, and um, you know, a sort lot. of sort of what we get. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought it was enough to hold my attention. Um, I can't think of any like negatives, honestly. But do you that, think it was a good ending, though, for sure? Yeah, that catch. Uh, do you, do you think we're going to see this feud continue, or do you think they're going to have to come up with some new challengers for the new I, day? I think we're going to get the sort of like standard multi man, multi tag like match of mania where they're going to be like multiple teams. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to have to go through fast lane first, so we'll have to see where they go from there. But uh, uh, it's, it just feels like it's like they're always versing the Usos. Yeah, that or, or that's uh, how it's been lately. Or the Dudley Boys, or you know, but we'll have to see. Next matchup, we're going to talk about the United States Championship match. Alberto Del Rio going up against Kalisto. And uh, we talked about this in our predictions. Uh, I felt that this was going to be a match that Kalisto needed to elevate himself to say, hey, you know, I can I can stand alone as a singles competitor and I can be believable as a singles competitor. competitor. Uh, and That's your word. You can't say. Uh, yeah, I can't say it. Um, and become the United States champion. Luckily for me, my prediction was correct. Uh, Kalisto is the new United States champion. However, the match itself, I felt, was pretty sloppy. Uh, I don't know if they just had bad, commu- uh, you know, bad chemistry, bad communication. Uh, if Del Rio just wasn't really willing to work that well with Kalisto, but it seemed like. Del Rio was getting a lot of spots wrong. Kalisto was getting a few spots wrong. I don't know. Yeah, now that you said that, uh, I think that was the match where they were getting stuff wrong. And Del Rio was trying to take the mask off as well. Although that could just be part of the, uh, you know, part of the character. He ripped the ponytail off. No, that was on Raw against the Miz. Was it? Yeah. Oh, dude, my memory (laughs) shot. 
<laughs> but Doug, what did you think about this matchup? I was a little sloppy. Yeah. Um. To me, the if you're trying to get behind Kalisto, then you really take away his moment by having like playing hot potato with the belt before you get to the pay per view. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was worth whatever extra views they got on SmackDown by doing the title change on SmackDown and then changing it back on Raw just to do the title change again at the pay-per-view. It loses a lot of the impact. <laughs> yeah. Now I think if they if he would have won it like for the first time here it would have been as impactful as you'd have been as surprised as when it happened on Raw. So I don't I don't get the What was that move that was very What was that move that was uh that they uh that they did that was very strange. He did like a move that was that was connected. He does like a double stomp into a code red, and they just like flubbed it. Yeah, it was very very strange. Um, but I mean, he he attempted it, and unfortunately, it didn't work in in his favor. But uh, you know, I felt the match itself was was okay. Like I said, a little bit sloppy here or there, but uh, you know, certainly could have gone better. And and like Doug said, you know, if you if you're gonna have his big shining moment why have it be on on raw then take it away on smackdown only to have it return you know the uh the next the next pay-per-view it's just uh it's just very strange but somehow or another Kalisto does end up getting the victory defeating alberto del rio to become the new united states champion once again so two-time champion so two-time two-time champ uh so congrats to him i guess um, you know, and I, and I hope this time they'll let him have a decent reign instead of a day or, Oh no, there's going to be a rematch. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's more than likely going to be a rematch, but you know, it'll probably be at fast lane. Uh, one of the things that I was surprised about when we're jumping ahead a little bit to raw is that Del Rio didn't really seem phased by the loss on raw. Did either of y'all pick up on that? Uh, Really, I don't even really recall. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, like what he did on Raw. Off the he, of my head. he was just kind of there. Yeah, you know, he didn't. He didn't seem agitated or anything. He's like, oh well, I'm here doing my League of Nations thing. But uh, yeah, I'm here. So uh, let's dive into the next matchup: Charlotte versus Becky Lynch for the Divas Championship. And uh, I, I was entertained by this matchup. Uh, I, you know. You expect certain things to happen, and it did. I was expecting Flair to be involved somehow, and just wasn't expecting the way that he did it. You know, he proved that he was the kiss stealer, uh, even threw his jacket on on Becky Lynch. But you know, from from a logic standpoint, I'm really surprised. Like the referee didn't throw him out yeah. for for all yeah. of the stuff that he was involved in. But uh, what do y'all think about the matchup? I think the match was a bit of a letdown. Really. Um. Yeah, I like Becky a lot. I, I'm not the biggest Charlotte fan. I think she's got a lot to work on to mm-hmm. be who they see her as. And I think a bit. Um, I think a lot of time Rick overshadows her, which yeah. is seems like. I mean, obviously that seems like a really easy thing to do. He's like a legend. And <laughs> yeah, he's there every week. So, but I don't know. It seems like are we? Is it, helping her through the rough time or through the times where we're expecting her to grow and for him to hide some of her weaknesses by being there is the sort of overshadowing um, going to hurt her more in the long run than if she had to, like, 
sort of sink or swim on our own now. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it just depends on if he's going to always be there or not. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah, and, you know, it is one of those debates. It's like, is having Ric Flair helping or hurting her, uh, hurting Charlotte right now? Because this is a, a prime time for her to develop her character, and she it seems like she's being dependent on Rick to establish the heel qualities, but then he's overshadowing her. So it's like there's a fine line of how you can do it, and I'm not sure if they're hitting the mark just yet. Yeah, of course he's going to overshadow her, and she's not a very good promo, and he's mm-hmm. one of the all-time great promos, yeah. so of course <laughs> he's going to overshadow her, but is that stunning her growth like instead of... Helping mm-hmm. her through the rough patches. I don't know. Yeah. What was it uh, right after match after she won? He, like, started walking up the ramp, you know, doing this little <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. That cracked it's, me up. I thought he was going to leave. I, I feel Well, the thing about it is it's not just, like, a typical manager role where a manager is there to talk, maybe take some heat in the match and talk. Yeah. He sort of, like, the he sort of draws the focus, and that's probably, like the like, the wrong way to go about it. He's, he should be there to help hide her flaws, but not. I feel like, and maybe it's just because I like Flair so much, is that I feel like I'm watching Ric Flair, and then some matches happen around Ric Flair instead <laughs> of Ric Flair help, like at some matches. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I felt uh, like it was a bit of a letdown. I expect more out of Becky. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I don't think that Charlotte's all that she's been cracked up to be. So maybe uh, we'll attribute some of that to her. But as far as the post-match uh, segment with Sasha coming out, I thought was maybe the maybe the most well-executed thing on the whole show. Mm-hmm. I think it. she's been off of TV for a few weeks, and I felt like maybe that that's helped her because we've sort of had some time to not think about her and not think about how they may have mishandled her originally. Mm-hmm. And so we, we just spent some time away not thinking about her, and then she just sort of comes back in a big way in a big moment. And I think uh, it's almost enough to have, have forgotten about all the, the wrong they've done with her in the, in the past. So. Yeah, and the fact that she came out by herself yeah, and not yeah. with Naomi or Tamina. They did say on her little thing, uh, like Team Bad underneath her name. Well, but, yeah. did, but she uh, didn't come out alone. Was that a surprise to you, or were you expecting this? I was surprised because the word was she was hurt. So I was not expecting it. Yeah, and that's something that we talked about uh, last week that I, I, I didn't know – the severity of her injury, but I was expecting her to come back fairly soon. Um, well, the the thing about her is, the, um, I guess the sort of like buzz about Sasha is that her body's kind of frail, and I, I'm not, I'm not. That sounds like I'm being like sexist or something. I'm just saying that I guess her be, critics say that. Well, I'm not even saying it seems like a perfectly logical thing. It's just she is a smaller person, so maybe her body's not gonna hold up to some of the the bumps that a lot Mm -hmm. of other people are um so the word is is that once she goes through like one of our big matches like her nxt special it takes a lot out of her and she needs a little like extra recovery time Hmm. i don't know i think she has back problems like in general so i don't know if that's uh true or just the word but there's always she always seems to take a few weeks off after one of our bigger matches and uh like you know the nxt specials she goes she goes a little bit longer than a tv match and it takes uh, aggravates or her existing injury or something. So I don't know the truth to it. And I know there was a whole Meltzer thing where he said she was injured and she said, you don't know what you're talking about. And 
I guess we saw her this week, but that doesn't mean that she hasn't been hurting up until this point right. and taking the time off. It just it's a he said she said thing. But um, I don't know. I'm glad she's back. I think it's um positive for the division, and I thought it was well executed part of the show. Yeah, and it was a nice spot with her coming in, maintaining her heel status by you know kicking Becky out of the ring, going, "Hey, you're in my spotlight. Get out of the way," right. and then. Turning to Charlotte, you're heel, I'm heel, uh, let's play it off like we're best we're cool. chums, we're cool, but then as soon as you turn your back on me, I'm going to strike. See, I appreciate the effort and things like that because with the era of wrestling we're in, like, you're, they're not always going to be able to control people ch- cheering for heels, and at least if she's going to be cheered as a popular wrestler, she at least keeps her character consistent mm-hmm. so that She's not contradicting herself. It's just they choose to cheer for her. So she she still is who she is. It's just... Right. It's not about who she's attacking. It's why right. she's attacking them. It's like you're the Divas champion. I want to be I want to be the Divas champion. Simple as that. So simple storytelling. That's all that's all you need. So um but yeah, so Charlotte retains and then uh and then Sasha Banks returns to hopefully uh Give us something really nice for WrestleMania. Final matchup for the Royal Rumble: the uh, the thirty man Royal Rumble, one versus all, to determine the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And uh, Roman Reigns was number one. I don't know if it was the last two or maybe the two before that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just I don't remember. But there was like two in a row that was all right, not that great. Yeah, um, I know the fans were particularly not happy with the results of the last two years, with Roman Reigns getting the win, and then the prior year with uh, Batista. That wasn't the reason for me, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I wanted someone else to win, but that wasn't a reason Bryant. for me to to hate the Rumble, right? But, uh, this one didn't have too many surprises, but that's yeah. okay. Um, it was an it was a fun little thing. I think it could have been a little better, but mm-hmm. it, it was all right. Yeah. Okay. But our main, uh, well, is there anything else you want to say before the surprises? Well, yeah. Before I guess before we talk about the surprises and uh, and the match itself, I'll you know I'll feed off of what you were saying. I actually I really enjoyed this Royal Rumble. I know that there weren't a whole lot of surprises or big returns or anything like that, but it was fun. I, it was exciting. The one thing that I didn't really like was the Roman Reigns storytelling uh, because if you're going to have your champion be taken out of the match to where he has to go backstage for half an hour that negates any of the crowd wanting to get behind him like if he had gotten back into the match and just like taken a beating what about like he got he got I don't, I don't, I'm going to cut you off and disagree it's not that he had to leave the match it's that they we're gonna. If they're gonna do that, they have to stretcher him out. If he, if he can walk to right. the back, he sh- they should. If he could physically walk, they should have said, "Hey, man, you got to get in the ring." Man. Yeah, they should have. Sh- if they're gonna stretch, I understand the stretcher job is passe, but mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it, you got to stretcher him out. Right. And it's he, like, he can come back later and be yeah. like, "Ah, I got off of the stretcher." But if he can walk back, then he should have walked back into the ring. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with that. Like I I feel like it doesn't build sympathy for the fans. They're like, well, he was able to walk to the back. He stood, he chilled back there for half an hour. He missed any and all. Caught a breather. Yeah, he caught a breather, missed any interaction with Brock Lesnar, 
and and all of that, and then he just comes back at twenty nine. You know, like why? Who who wants to back a guy like that? Like he. It, that's like someone hiding underneath the ring for the majority of the match. It's like that's not exactly. I would I wouldn't go that far. I because it was like nefarious means that put him out. Because right, he was jumped illegally by multiple guys mm-hmm. put through a table. But it's a it's a fine line because that spot is done so often. Mm-hmm. Like if they, like if a guy can't go the hour, then maybe you don't put him in at number one. Yeah, and it, if you're just trying to build sympathy, you got to be real smart about how you do it. But that's another thing, okay? Because You've got the authority who hates Roman Reigns so much that they're going to send people into the ring to take him out. Why not? Okay. Just throw him over the top. Yeah. Just no DQ. Yes. I think that's the part where you have to give them like uh that's sort of a, come on guys. Don't. Well, I think, I think that's the, like the part where you have to give them like suspension of disbelief because yeah. if we're going that route, then why didn't guys just like bring chairs to the ring with mm-hmm. them? And like, why didn't so, Many Why other- didn't the social outcasts do something? Yeah. I mean, the Wyatt family did the spot right. where they got it back in and took out Brock Lesnar. What's to stop the League of Nations or the social outcasts? Well, I think they used to play up the rule that like um, once a guy, like another guy can't get in until like the guy before him enters the ring. So the whole like um, like hanging out on the outside thing, mm-hmm. it's, um, but they don't reference that a lot. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's world nebulous. It just sort of goes with like they just sort of go with whatever they need to go with. Yeah, they do whatever they can and do whatever they want. I don't know, but let's let's talk about the uh, the big surprises because there there were a couple and uh, they were most enjoyable. That being the first one. Three. Well, yeah. Well, the first one, the big were surprise. Most, were they most excellent? Most good. Yes. Uh, no, there were. No, I was. Uh, I was doing a Bill and Ted thing because you uh, said they were most enjoyable. Most but enjoyable. Made me think of Bill and Ted. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, there were a couple of things that that took me off guard and uh, and surprised me. The first one being Rusev being eliminated right off the bat. Uh, Not surprised. Second man to enter, first to be out before even number three came out. I thought we were going to get about five of those with Roman looking real strong. Before yeah. Shenanigans happens. Yeah. I was. Part of me was expecting that as too, I guess, but I was I was still kind of surprised that it was Rusev. Like I would expect it, like if it were the Miz or Stardust or someone like that, you know, someone from the mid card, but not like not like a guy like Rusev who we've talked about numerous times. Uh, well, he's misused so often that it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they know what they have with that guy. Nope, they don't. But uh, the um, the first big surprise was the fact that AJ Styles was entrant number three. We weren't um, sure if he was going to be in the Rumble or be on Raw. Yeah, there were, there were Which rumors. Which way he's going to tape you at? Yeah, there were rumors that he was there. They weren't sure if they were going to use him, and sure enough, they put him in there. Number three, the crowd went nuts. The cameraman completely blew it, focusing solely on Roman Reigns until it was too late for the big reveal because the crowd absolutely popped, and no one knew why. No one who was watching, anyways, knew why, and it turned out that they had the Titan Tron, and it said, I... Am phenomenal. I don't think that they, they quote unquote missed it. I think that they were trying to get the shot of Roman being like, I don't know this music. Who could this be? And they were trying to like, I don't think it was just like, let's look at Roman. It was like, let's catch Roman being like, like confused by what's going on. Like, yeah. And maybe they didn't, they didn't cut soon enough, but I don't think it was like as simple as just like, let's just focus on Roman. I think it was 
let's show Roman being confused by this music that no one knows who it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, how great was it to see AJ Styles? Was- I mean, I guess there was, like, this sort of debate of does WWE, does a sizable portion of WWE's audience know who AJ Styles is? And I think it was answered pretty clearly that <laughs> yeah. they know, people know who he is. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you also have to take into account that they were in Orlando, not too far from uh, the impact zone. Yeah, but those 200 people that get comped weekly <laughs> weren't there. Yeah. Those are paying fans in that building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, AJ Styles, we got to see him perform. He had a really good showing. That's one of the things that I, I was concerned about. And we were talking, you know, if you're going to put him in there, he's got to win it. But they they did a very good a, a very fine job. He stayed in the match for nearly half an hour, I believe, uh, before he was finally eliminated by Kevin Owens. And uh, you know, I, I he he teased the Styles Clash so much. He's still teasing the Styles Clash. Yeah, he still hasn't done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What what do you think about his overall performance? He didn't have a great performance, but it's hard to have a great performance in the Rumble just because of the nature of the match. Uh, yeah. But he was treated like and felt like a big deal, which so often they get that wrong. And um, I just think that everyone kind of sort of expected them to do something way wrong with him. And mm-hmm. uh, shockingly, they haven't so far. Well, uh, people are still in the back of their head. They're like that. Well, yeah, look, we're, we're only a week into this. We've got plenty of time <laughs> for them to mess with Beijing Styles. Yeah. But... <laughs> You know, they, they didn't do anything too stupid right away. So everyone's kind of like, yeah, hey, man, he felt like a big deal, like he should have. And uh, he was he, he got the reception of a star. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but Ryback was very stiff on him uh, as far as working. I missed it. I missed that part. Ryback's kind of stiff in general. Oh, yeah. But uh, it was kind of like, dude, take it easy. The guy just got here. He just walked into the That's door. That's what I was saying the whole match. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Edge, don't take any crazy bumps. Don't hurt him. We need him for the long, <laughs> the long haul. I mean, Fragile. I don't think that's not like a a criticism to AJ. I don't think anyone had a great Rumble performance this year. Mm-hmm. Partly because that's just hard in general, unless you are the focus of the story they're telling. And this year, it was really just there wasn't really a big standout person, I guess. Right. It was more storytelling with right. with Roman Reigns. Um, there is, I mean, and I, I don't know. It's just, I think I was just pumped about the whole pay-per-view in general. And like a few days before I was, I was just pumped in general for two things because WWE signed Austin Aries. Mm -hmm. And then I know, I don't, I knew that AJ was coming. I just didn't know when. And then when he was there, it just made me happy. Yeah, and and that was a really nice surprise. Uh, hearing about Austin Aries uh, this past Friday um, was at the NXT tapings as he was making his way down to the entrance. Got attacked by Baron Corbin, so immediately going to be hot shot into a feud with him. Um, so looking up for for the NXT roster. I think he was. Um, he AJ clearly wasn't going to win. Yeah. Um. I thought like the. The the Rumble itself, the Rumble match, was booked pretty, with the exception of some of the stuff involving Roman, was booked pretty geniusly uh, with, I think if you were going to have someone eliminate Styles, Owens was the perfect guy to do mm-hmm. it because 
a like because no matter what reaction he got, you could have ran with because if it was just from the perspective of well another quote unquote like fan favorite, even though he's not a baby face, an internet guy, a fan favorite, whatever you want to say, eliminated him. So it's a it's a little less like um, like a, a like a swipe at some mm-hmm. some of these people, some of the fans, than if someone else would have eliminated him. Even if they had turned on Owens, he's the kind of guy who will run with that and like work. He's a heel anyway, so he, so he should be booed. Once. Yeah, well, I think so, did people boo Owens or not? That they much? did. I think they booed. They booed that him. He got. I think they booed the fact that AJ got eliminated. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't turn the crowd completely for the remainder of I the match. They, no one would turn on. Even Owens even if they had, that would have been fine because he's the kind of guy who sort of basks in that kind of reaction. Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, he's a heel. Why why should he? You know. And the fact that they they had a great sense of karma uh, a little bit later on with the introduction of Sami Zayn into the Rumble. So it's like, oh, he got his comeuppance right away by being taken out by the person that he took out. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean by sort of like a chain of eliminations that were sort of brilliantly mm-hmm. booked with uh, Zayn. Although I was bummed to see Zayn uh, not on Raw, so yeah, kind of just a one and done kind of thing. Hey, here I am. All I right. don't think it's one and done. I just think, I don't know if they're planning on wrapping up in NXT before or what. Probably it's got a big title match coming up. In a, yeah, but um, like I said, not too many. Big return or surprises. I mean, Goldust was in there, and that was kind of cool. I think um, Sammy counts as a surprise because he's yeah. not a regular roster member. Yeah. And, like, your surprises were AJ Styles and Sammy Zayn. That's pretty good surprises. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the return of Triple H, which a lot of people saw coming. Uh, one of the funniest moments for, for the Royal Rumble, and this one had quite a bit of laughs for me, uh, R-Truth coming out, rushing to the ring, grabbing the ladder, Climbing up to the top of the ladder. Where's the briefcase? I mean, it was pretty comical. I was so afraid that he was gonna they were gonna push him off like mm-hmm. like off the top to the outside, like push the ladder over to the outside where yeah. he would fall off. It's like, oh that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's <laughs> dangerous a nasty, spot. It's a nasty bump. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other uh, the other funny moment that I that I enjoyed was the uh, Triple H crotch chop. To uh to Roman Reigns whenever he eliminated him because he did it so much so fast and he then he down. then he just falls down. He's like, oh yeah, I need to be selling. I'll, t- I'll tell so you I'm what. Tired. People in the crowd were hot for uh Triple H and Ambrose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it seemed like, and it was a nice, you know, it was a nice surprise seeing Reigns get eliminated and it come down to to someone else. Well, I think that's a part of uh, what plays into the smart booking because. Yes, if Triple H is going to win, then Roman has to be eliminated. And yes, if you're going to tell the story, Roman, the Roman story, even remotely right, he's got to be like to the end. So Triple mm-hmm. H is going to have to eliminate him. But I think it was a small part, like a contingency plan, not a contingency plan, but a small, a small part was built in that if they were going to cheer Triple H for eliminating Roman, then he still would have to get through Ambrose, and that would be enough for him to actually get a heel reaction. Right? Yeah. So, and it was really good. I I enjoyed this Royal Rumble. I know Bret Hart uh, said that he wasn't impressed with it at all. He was like, this is boring. I didn't enjoy this at all. Um, which is kind of shocking. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the Rumble. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, if that's true, um, we have different tastes. Yes, I suppose we do. So, um, But Triple H ends up becoming the winner of the 30-man Royal Rumble and the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, or new WWE champion. What's that, that picture online, people Photoshop Triple H with Triple H. Yes. It's like, oh, this guy's going to go far. He's a Triple H guy. That's right. So, uh, so that's pretty much going to do it for the Royal Rumble. So, uh, let's, so with that being said, let's dive on into Raw. Dive into the pool. Dive into the pool. Well, I guess before we do that. With what being said? Huh? Yeah. Uh, before we dive into Raw, uh, we, we should give an, an update. On the official scoreboard that we are now gonna do, or Who? at least at least try to do, for um, Who? the scoreboard for us. What? Uh, <laughs> Who? What? Who? Where are you going with this? Who? Who? Me, sucker. Okay, so Me. we we discussed it last week, and we're actually gonna go through with it now, or at least try to. We're gonna try and keep a tally of who has the most correct WWE pay-per-view predictions for the year of 2016. And um, Mr. A-Bear over here. Look, I didn't mean like make a whole annoying segment about talking about uh, giving the fucking score every month. I'm just talking about <laughs> the, the, the yearly. No, we gotta we gotta have the fans keep track. They need to they need to Sounds like a bunch of bullshit pick me. a horse pick a horse <laughs> and see if it crosses the finish line first. Yes, I'm I'm horsing ourselves out. So um yeah, currently Mr. A Bear in the lead. Woot woot. Six correct. Six. You, you actually got all the uh, said woot woot. Yeah, so you got all the matches correct. Point for that for sure. Yeah, congratulations on that. I am uh, currently in second place with 5 and Doug bringing up the rear with 4. So uh we'll have to see how the year plays out. As we get closer to next, you know one uh, thing I'm looking forward to fast lane. Well, n- not really, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, actually, not match wise, but mania. Just because I like the the everyone get together, some other friends, and we mm-hmm. put money down and whole pot. Richards won it two years in a row. Yeah, it's gonna have to change. Yes, it will have to change. <laughs> but no, We're that's that's a that. fun in general. Yeah, it it is quite enjoyable. I do I do uh like our 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 get togethers and uh that's one of the one of the things that they're, makes they're it all right. Oh, okay. All right. Y'all <laughs> split a pot one year, I think, right? We did. Uh I wanna say it was twenty six and they were in Arizona. I think so. And there's one year your mom beat me. Yeah. <laughs> that was either twenty seven or twenty eight, somewhere around there. So a uh, lot of fun. Well, maybe we'll do a video on that for the uh, for the YouTube of of how you and your friends can get together and uh, and have a good WrestleMania party. Yeah, send us money. Send us money too. Yeah. Um, the two point deduction for the woo woo and that stupid dance. <laughs> I do what I want to do. That that has nothing to do with pay per view predi- predictions. It offends me so much. <laughs> hey, take it off a, my shoes. That's there's a two point deduction. You're not. You're not gonna come out here with no fucking points, man. <laughs> negative ten. You want to start with negative ten points? No. Okay. So, uh, yeah, maybe at the uh, end of the year we'll have a a trophy of some kind, uh, some award for whoever does, whoever gets the most picks. So, uh, so for our listeners out there, pick your pick your person, and uh, let's see how we do. 
would they care? How would they be invested? They don't get anything. Oh. It would it's something it's fun interaction. How? It's forming teams I'm, and I'm, trash talking. Like I'm my not, guy's smarter than your guy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like take it into account anyone who No, you don't have to supports me's opinion. It's it's <laughs> it's our decision in the end, but it's a good chance for our listeners to interact with us and be like, Doug, what were you doing thinking that Del Rio was gonna retain? And oh, Tyler, what were you thinking going with that choice? And oh, Daniel, good pick. I don't know. Screw it. Whatever. Some somebody talks like that to fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so let's dive on into Raw. The uh what? I don't know. Okay. Um I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We kick things off with uh with Vince and Stephanie talking about how they have broken Roman Reigns and you gotta kick him while he's down and all that. I don't know. I re- to be honest, I I stopped paying attention to what he was, what they were saying. Um, My son-in-law, son-in-law is the champion, and uh, Stephanie introduces him. The game cerebral assassin, fourteen-time champion, Triple H, and he comes out and is like, "I didn't have to get this belt, but I wanted it, so I took it. It's mine now." Roman Reigns is disrespectful. Yeah, he's disrespectful to my religion because what I do is inside this ring. It's my church. It's my church. It's my religion. And REM is losing my religion. So, um, I don't know. Typical, you know, promo to kick off Raw. Any thoughts from it? No. No, it's just the standard McMahon shtick. Yeah. So, uh, opening contest, we got to see Kevin Owens go up against Dolph Ziggler, and Owens was definitely showing his uh, worst for wares after the brutal matchup between he and Dean Ambrose and then the Royal Rumble match itself. Um, you know, the, it was an entertaining matchup. It, it went a, a good distance, and the crowd was into it. Um, Owens got the win. Any thoughts about the matchup itself? Not really. Um, I guess we should say that the overarching like theme of the night was they were going to be watching all the matches and selecting someone or two people to wrestle at um, Fastlane, and then the winner of that would challenge Triple H mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Yeah. So that was the quote, I guess, like incentive for all the the matches. Because any other time, their number one contenders are picked at random, or whoever just wants a title shot. Well, that's still kind of how they did it this time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we hate you so much, Roman Reigns. We're going to put you in a title match. <laughs> um, Got to love the logic. Uh, but, yeah, Kevin Owens does end up getting the victory. After that, we got to see the social outcast come out and cut a little promo. Heath Slater uh, trash-talking Flo Rida, saying, hey, man, you and me have a history, and you disrespected me last time. That ain't going to happen again because we're challenging you to a rap battle. And uh, Bo Dallas is going to lead the charge. And Bo Rida. Bo Rida, that's right. Uh, Borda. And yeah. So Bo Dallas takes the reins. His uh his rap skills are adequate, I guess. I mean, he got through it. But well, he did he like said his lines well, but he they were clearly going for dorky white guy. Yes. Can't rap and he delivered that. So. He did deliver and then it was Flo Rida's turn and he dropped the ball. Yeah, he was just like, "Meh." See, <sighs> I think I think this is uh, sort of Vince or WWE's in general's like lack of cultural awareness that they're like, <laughs> uh, uh, Florida is a rapper, like he could just do this. 
Flo Rida is not like um like a battle MC or like a freestyle right. type guy. He's like a pop rapper. You yeah, know? there's like a difference. So he they they clearly just thought like oh well rap is rap and this guy can go in there and like drop some <laughs> bars on this other guy or something. And I don't know if it was written for him or if he had time to write it himself or he just did it off the dome, but. It was bad. Any which way, it wasn't that good. So he there. was he was clearly not the winner. <laughs> uh, I think I, well for Facebook on uh, WWE they put a poll like who won in that and everyone picked Bo. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they really like Florida. Every time they're in fucking Florida, he's oh there. my gosh. oh yeah. There, there's at least two or three times they picked a steam for a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Several times they even even had him. Uh, performed during WrestleMania, all that all that jazz and madness. It's Florida. Um, but yeah, uh, WNS did put out a uh, a poll as to who won the rap battle, Flo Rider or Bo Dallas or Bo Ryder. Uh, 90% to 10 in favor of Bo Ryder. Do you think he freestyled or do you think that he had time to write it? Or do you think they were written for him? Man, if it was written, that person needs to be shot and then fired. If he out wrote of the it himself and then or fired for someone job. in his camp, yeah, then that's ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, that had to have come off. It had to have come off the dome because it was so like misplaced. Look, freestyling is not fucking easy. I, it is not. It's very fucking difficult. But they should have had the awareness to know not to do it then, because mm-hmm. he does not the he's not a battle rapper. He's not like a a freestyle guy. Yeah, he's like a, we wrote a pop rap and that's what we're gonna get recorded. He, and he was it, it felt like he was stretching for rhymes. Yeah, like cause I was I was like I was listening to like a a lyric and then another lyric and that didn't rhyme and then he'd do a third lyric that rhymed with the second lyric and I'm like that oh that sounds off, it sounds yeah. so bad. Yep. But uh, I saw like stupid. You ever fall into one of those YouTube holes of like I've seen like stu I've been like on a binge of watching like an hour's worth of like high school kids like battle rap oh, yeah. outside <laughs> of a like fucking gym or something mm-hmm. that were better than that. Yeah. Know? So uh man, that was I mean that was a flop, but Bo Dallas ended up looking like a star because of it. So um I wouldn't go that far. I just think he didn't well, look, he looked much better than than Flo Rida. He didn't look that bad in comparison. Yeah. He sort of was supposed to be bad there. Right. I was cracking up at uh, all the other members of the social outcasts, like, flipping out over his words. Whoever was, like, taking bumps and kicking their feet, like, <laughs> they, that, they sort of put it over the top. I think that was Axel. It was yeah. Axel or Slater. It was, I think it was Axel and uh, and uh, Rose that were, like, really getting into it. And <gasps> like, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty comical stuff, at least. Uh, but that ended up leading to a tag match between Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas going up against the Dudley Boys. Um, nothing really to add from this matchup. The Dudley Boys ended up getting the win. You think we're, there, we're getting a regular tag team out of these guys? Out of Axel and uh, Rose? Uh, uh, Dallas. Dallas and Rose. Axel. God. Dallas and Axel. We should see Axel and Rose. It would be Axel Rose. Right. They come out to Guns and Roses or something like that. Or um, like a cheap knockoff. Yes. Um... I don't know what the fuck is Axel Rose doing lately? He could, they could probably buy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah I, th- I think so. I think they're kind of in this tryout stage where they're trying to find themselves. It's like, Bo okay. Yeah, he did. That was, and it had the big red outcast stamp on it across the center. And very strange. 
So I think they're kind of trying to find themselves right now. Um, and once they do, they'll have a, a solid tag team or something. But uh, but we'll have to we'll have to see where it goes. Uh, but after that, we got to see AJ Styles in his debut match on Raw, uh, going up against Chris Jericho. So uh, a good uh, veteran against the young rookie, right? Well, that's how Jericho said it. <laughs> is AJ is AJ Styles um, like thirty eight eligible for Rookie of the Year? <laughs> well, he's not. He's clearly not a rookie. I know, but uh, I mean, he's a WWE rookie. Sure. I, I don't know. I was not into this match. Well, it was. They were clearly like either holding. Either either Jericho is like continuing. I'll just say AJ Styles has been one of the best wrestlers in the world for the past two years. Like, period. Like, if. I don't know if they were just holding stuff back because they know they're going to have a match later and that's where they're going to pull out the stops and you don't want to give it all away for free on TV. Mm hmm. Or if Jericho's just been in the fucking shitty Jericho where he's been in. But, uh, I mean, it was solid enough, but it was it never got out of second gear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was intentional or not. It's probably intentional because the finish was a roll-up, and that was pretty in- an indecisive finish. Yeah. Like, AJ shouldn't lose that match, and so they, were, they did the right thing in putting him over. But you don't want to put him over so decisively over Jericho right then. Off a free TV match. Lucky break, kid. Wasn't there? Uh, remember that move where, what do you call it? Where AJ was on his back and he had Jericho like, and they went up into a like a bridge. Yeah, I swear they went one, two, and it looked like he was about to hit three. Like he was on the ground, he should have hit three. The ref and he and AJ got up. That's what it seemed like to me. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Yeah, like the ref stopped himself. Yeah, he from stopped himself. I don't. Rem- I mean, I know what the sequence you're talking about, but I don't remember about the count. Yeah, I don't know if maybe Jericho was just a bad uh, component in this matchup. Like, I feel like he slowed down a lot. Like, I mean, the guy's 45 years old. Yeah. So I can't expect him to be running, you know, a sprint marathon for you know a 15 minute match. But I just I didn't feel the chemistry with those two. Like, I feel. Styles would have would have had a much better matchup with a guy like Neville or you know someone I don't know it was just, it was it was a strange pairing for me like I know I know a lot of the crowd was hoping for a, a Jericho Styles match but from what I saw I'm okay with not seeing any any more uh, I don't I think they I mean there was some roughness to it and it may be a lack of chemistry but I assure you that things were held back on purpose. Like yeah. he, I mean, he didn't, they, they, they still haven't even let him hit the clash. He's been, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a big deal when he does eventually, but, um, mania moment. Cause that wasn't you, you said like during the rumble, like, didn't you want to see like, or that's the feud that's going to happen, but didn't you say you wanted to see it or no? Or are you just saying you were just stating it in general? No, it just felt like that was the direction they were going to go. Honestly, like I've been so so turned off Jericho that I would rather them keep AJ away from Jericho. I agree with that. Uh, I would be I would be happy with a Owens uh, Styles feud. See, I'd rather get the Zayn uh, Owens thing, but maybe yeah. But maybe that's better. I, I better like, after we see some main roster build between the guys. Yeah, it, it, I don't know how I feel. Like I have love for Jericho from the past, but now mm-hmm. I'm like. 
I don't know anymore. But Kinda I guess like it does he, make sense right now because everyone else has, has their thing and they still want to make Jericho, I mean Jericho, AJ, you know, like, they're. I mean, they're going to pump the heck out of them and all that stuff. But, yeah. like, you know, hey, who else we got? Oh, we got Jericho, this, you know, he's our, he's a still mm-hmm. top guy. So I, I understand that. The reason I think they're that popped into my head and why I still think it's a possible option for a mania is they're looking for like, like box office, like draw type matches for mania still because they have so many guys out and they, whether you care or not, they still see Jericho as that kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite like his really, in my opinion, really poor performance as of late, but uh, he's still got the value that they are looking to use to like move a, and if you're gonna do a Jericho match, there's not really a match that sticks out that you would put him in other than something maybe like with AJ. Yeah, I mean maybe we'll get to see. I could see them Owens. doing Owens too though, because that once that interaction happened, I could see them going that way. So mm-hmm. if they're doing Y2J and AJ at Mania, so that's gonna be the match that they're gonna all go out and do their thing. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm hesitant. I'm reserved on it because, you know, like you guys are saying, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jericho. I always have been a big fan of Jericho's, but now it's more like, okay, man, I I think it might be time to fade off into the sunset or something. I could, I would and could tolerate him taking, like losing a step in the ring a lot more if his character wasn't so annoying. Yeah, and I think that's one of the contributing factors. It's sort of like, dude, you're a 45-year-old man spouting out stuff you were saying when you were 20. You know, it's like the 45-year-old college frat boy who never grew up. Yeah. So it's like, ah, come we, on. We've seen a lot of that, with even with The Rock, which we'll get to like, yeah. a little bit. Like, it, they're, like, stuck in, like, their sense of humor is stuck in, like, 1998 or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, we'll dive into that in a little bit. But um, AJ Styles does end up getting the victory and uh, offering a, um, a gentleman's handshake after the matchup, which uh, Jericho accepted. Uh, after that, we got to see Sasha Banks go up against Becky Lynch. This matchup ended in a uh, disqualification or no contest after Charlotte came out and attacked and uh, attacked Sasha Banks. And We're going to get a triple threat at. At fast line. No, not triple threat. Uh, number one contenders, you think? I, see, I don't know where they're going to go with this. Uh, like, Okay, they're obviously going to have some sort of a triangle match. But will it... A three-way. Oh, yeah. Um, will we see Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch to determine the number one contender against Charlotte? Or will we see one of these two ladies go up against Charlotte at fast lane, and then that causes something to happen to where they... Face one another at, at Mania. I think we'll see uh, Becky come back and run the match because she's pissed over mm-hmm. like what her what's been going on between her and Charlotte and what happened between her and Sasha. Yeah, which will give us a three way at Mania. There you go. That's good booking. Three way live on television. <laughs> you got, no, you got to pay for it though. All right, The Rock, settle down. Yeah, chill it. So, um. After that, we got to see a very odd and bizarre backstage segment with Goldust approaching R-Truth, saying he's looking for a partner. Um, R-Truth saying, hey, man, hate to break it to you. I'm married. I don't I don't swing that way. And Goldust was like, no, I'm in a tag partner. So 
Anything? I mean, what did, what were you guys' thoughts about this uh, this segment? Because I thought it was very strange. Yeah, it was. I don't know what's going to come of it. Well, I was thinking, like, why are they putting all these makeshift teams together or teasing that they are, mm-hmm. but they don't do a lot with teams they already have? Because yeah. we just saw that uh, Axel and um, Bo. the Bo Dallas team, and I was like, oh, they're going to put Truth and Goldust <laughs> together. I was like, why are they making all these teams? We're, really we're gonna have we're gonna have territory wars coming up. It's gonna be the social outcast, the Wyatt family, and then other people. League of Nations. They're they're building their groups. Then the Bullet Club's gonna come in. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but after that, we got to see a quick matchup between Bray Wyatt and Kane. Bray Wyatt gets the victory, and the Wyatt family attacks. Follow the bur- buzzards. All that good stuff. Um, then they were teasing a big surprise all day long. Uh, big return oh, the to the WWE. Turns out it's The Miz. Ha ha, you were all fooled. And uh, I've only been gone three weeks, but it's still a nice surprise. And then uh, then The Rock shows up, and his attitude was very odd. Uh, and I know, Tyler, you pointed that out to me when we were watching it. It was, like it his, was his, cheesy, but it was a different cheesy. Yeah, a different kind of cheese. Um Went up and talked to the Big Show and told him, hey, man, remember the Royal Rumble where I threw you out and won and then I got a movie deal? Oh, that could have been yours. And he could have been the Scorpion King. He, he could have been the Cor- Scorpion King. You should have been the Scorpion King. Oh, well. And, like, made Big Show cry. Like, I kind of chuckled at that because Big Show was acting so heartbroken. It's like, yeah, I could have been the one making all these millions of dollars and you could have been the one stuck here. You know, like he was kind of realizing, oh, you know, what could have been. Um, so I at least chuckled at that. The the Rock and Lana interaction I felt was just downright creepy. Well, here's the thing about that. They did it. Like, bitter old fucking Vince McMahon is so, like, hung up on the fact that he couldn't break them up or the fact that he, like that they went public with their relationship, like, mm-hmm. ruining his, quote-unquote, ruining his storyline, that he is trying to break this poor woman by having, keep putting her in these positions where, like, Dolph, the Dolph stuff and, like, the, uh, like, now the Rock stuff where he's basically saying she's, like, fucking all these dudes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just got to, like, sit there and put up with her, him calling, like, making her, like, look like a slut on TV or whatever. Yeah. And, uh... And it doesn't make him look very good because isn't he married with a child now or in, at least engaged? Yeah, I think he's engaged or something like with a child now. It's just it's just so sad that like that Vince is like so like hung up on like this stupid thing that he like go through all the effort mm-hmm. to like try to break this woman or whatever. It's just weird, man. I must break you. It's just I don't know. If she cries, she cries. Yeah, and Rusev, he came up, but he was staring at Lana the whole time. He wasn't looking at The Rock. Yeah. Uh, then he came out, cut his promo. Hey, we're going off the cuff, off the script a little bit. Hey, check out these wrestling fans who were moved. I, I, I want to clarify that I said slut, like, um, like in terms of, like, how Vince is, like, thinking about Portraying her. Yeah, like, I'm not... not that she, you don't think that she is, in Well, fact. I don't think there's anything wrong with having all the sex you want to have. I don't think yeah. that... I'm not, like, a slut shaming. I'm just saying... I'm saying, Sluts. like, through the through the lens of Vince. But right. Sorry, go ahead. 
Um, so he said, hey, we're going off the script. Check out these fans who were moved somewhere as, as because the fans were chanting Randy Savage and, oh, let's talk about WrestleMania. No, let's not talk about WrestleMania because we're here in Miami. And then uh, they were interrupted by, he was interrupted by the New Day. Well, like overall, I thought The Rock was completely and utterly outshined by the New Day. Mm. I thought he's so stuck in the past with his humor and they were so on the ball. And it's maybe <laughs> yeah. it's maybe a little bit under, unfair because they're like a three-man group and they can play off of each other and keep it high. But whatever. they do it so well right. with one another. That's but, the thing. But in, in, he's just so like, like unwilling to change Llama penis. Yeah, yeah, that'll get it's people so talking. Dumb. It's so dumb. There was some stuff that the New Day said that I thought was pretty... I can't remember it, though. Pipe down, people. Good. Pipe down. Pipe down, sign guy. I thought they... See, I thought last... I thought the Francesca shit was pretty weak, and I thought, like, all right, these guys are overexposed. They, like, they have to do this too often. They can't keep coming up with good material. It's just, like, too much for mm-hmm. anybody, you know? But th- this week, I thought they were, like, on fire, like, on like, the whole time. <laughs> I thought they were hilarious, and I thought Rock looked actively bad like next to them, and I thought it was not even close. I thought I was almost a little embarrassed for the guy, and, and I should <laughs> never have to – like I should never feel embarrassed for the Rock, and the Rock has like everything that I don't and will never have. But, so he doesn't <laughs> that need – million-dollar smile. He, he doesn't sorry, need anyone though. to feel bad for him. I'm just saying he clearly looks like he's lost his stuff. Well, I will say I think it's just a willing – like unwillingness to like change with the times or to like sort of come up with new material because – he was still sort of, he clearly almost lost the crowd with the, when they started like Macho Man, and he was quick enough on his feet, and he like ad libbed enough to go out and like get the crowd back on mm-hmm. track. So he's clearly he's he's as charismatic as he's ever been. It's just he knows like, how to at least read a crowd. Yeah, he can like he can work with a crowd and like yeah. make them follow him. But it's just the material. It's the same old shit. Like. It's not 1998 anymore, man, and it mm-hmm. hasn't been for 20 fucking years. Like there was there was a nice spot that he did whenever he was making his entrance, and he took that girl's cell phone. And was, yeah, we'll take yeah, a picture. That was, like cool. that was a nice little touch. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, well, it's also one of those things is that it's it's the nostalgia factor. So people are gonna you know if people ha- if if Stone Cold were to walk through the curtain, they're not gonna expect something new from him. They're expecting the old. That's the bottom line. What? You know, give me a beer and but, all that but, stuff. But badass doesn't age. Like, yeah. Like, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to kick your ass. Doesn't doesn't age. Like, but like your potty humor from 20 years ago ages. There's a yeah. difference. You know what I mean? There's no like, uh, I mean, there's no like staleness on the, like, I'm going to shoot you the finger and like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, all you the, know. All the potty humor is Jericho, Rock, DX. Yeah. yeah, that stuff has aged, and yeah. it hasn't aged well. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, you know, to to mirror off what you said, I thought the the new day definitely held their own and uh, did a phenomenal job. They didn't hold their own; they carried the segment. <laughs> well, they didn't let the Rock bury sure. them. They sure didn't let they sure didn't let them drag them down. So, um, you know, I mean, like just the simple interactions they have with one another, and the interactions they have with the crowd. It's just. They're they are so on fire with with what they're doing. I'm not saying they don't ever miss. They definitely no, miss they, last they, week. and they do. But I mean, my God, like just the smallest things. Like I I was cracking up laughing when uh when they were the the crowd was starting to chant and Big E's like silence sign guy like deliberately pointing out one particular person. You right there, quiet. Settle down. Settle down, sign guy. 
it was just you know they have gelled so well as a group and I'm so glad that it that it worked out for them and I can't say enough positive things about them and I feel bad that I didn't pick them to win at the Royal Rumble now because I didn't have enough positivity in my life. P.O.P. Hold on. That's right. It, to, to touch on, to go back just a second to what you were saying about The Rock and the nostalgia thing, The Rock can do the greatest hits. Right. He can know your roll, shut your mouth. He mm-hmm. can smell what The Rock is cooking. He can do all that shit and still have the crowd. It's the llama penis and the ball. All, mm-hmm. all that corny shit is not aged well. That is what he's got to change. He can do he can do like his catchphrases. Yeah, and there there'll be people will be just as excited. It to hear those. doesn't matter what you're. Yeah, he at. can do all that shit. He just can't do the stupid potty humor. That's right. you say penis on, on. He said bitches and he said ass and all kinds of stuff. Can you say yeah. llama penis? You can't say penis. You can't say penis. You can't don't say penis. You can't say penis on live air. What's wrong with you? He looked out of touch with what's popular. Or he he looked like out of touch with like what's going on. Again, it's the 45-year-old college frat boy yeah. still playing it. <laughs> I say that as a, as a man-child myself. but uh, Well, there's there's certain things that you personally have, have evolved to where it's like what you might have said when you were 18 or 19 probably isn't as funny to you now. At yeah, at least. <laughs> I like the, Switch uh, it up a bit. I like when, like... Um, my favorite part of the whole thing was when uh, he was bagging on Byron like everyone does, and and he's like that. And when Xavier's like, "That's Byron Saxton. Watch the product." Yeah. <laughs> I like how they were the dudes who like stuck up for uh, Saxton because everyone bags on him. I like them because they'll they'll come out and acknowledge stuff like that. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, man, you guys are like like the whole." confronting the Usos and the Lucha Dragons like you guys are phenomenal athletes we just happen to win you know no hard feelings you guys are great or like whenever Xavier's on commentary and he's like that's Xavier that's that's seeing that's Callisto not seeing Cara get your guys right and you know like they're they're at least like come on at least act like you're paying attention to what's going on and uh I I do I do I do worry about them because they're so overexposed that they can't keep it up with this right I just thought they happened to like do exceptionally well this week right they totally killed and carried this well they're gonna be they're gonna they're gonna drop the ball here and there yeah but as long as they keep doing the see last week yeah (laughs) yeah so um but we'll see but uh it did end up leading into a uh a brawl as the Usos came down to to attack the new day and uh you know, people's elbow and rock bottom and all that good stuff and super kicks and so. Another yeah. thing about the rock is he looked physically bad. Like his rock bottom looked sloppy. Yeah. People's elbow looked sloppy. It just looked bad all the way around. Well, he it, you could also contribute it to him probably being really tired. Sure. Because like even during his promo, it, like his promo when he was walking towards the ring, I felt like dude, what are you even doing here? Go to bed. Like, he was like, I got up at 345, uh, bumping and grinding, you know, grinding and doing all that Playing stuff. And and the, Playing and banging. Thank you. Bumping Playing and, and banging. grinding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With Lana. So, uh, you know, clanging and banging. Then I went, then I flew over here to, to film a, uh, a second season of Ballers. And then I went over here to start filming my movie. And then they said, hey, Rock, we need you over here in Miami. And so I'm like, all right, I'll be there. Shit. You know, like maybe he was just tired. Sure, maybe, maybe he was tired. Like, dude, get some rest. If you got up at three forty-five in the morning, definitely look. He's like he cycled off because he doesn't look. As, he didn't look as big. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, uh, I don't know. His last time we saw him, he looked it was jacked. fucking jacked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, uh, Usos brawled and stood tall with The Rock, and uh, that was about it. Uh, after that, we got to see some tag match players. Natalia teaming up with Paige to go up against Brie Bella and Alicia Fox. Um, and I guess since we are talking about... <laughs> God, why are you doing that to me? <laughs> Singing the theme. Um, while we are talking about the Bellas, uh, it should be announced that uh, Nikki... Uh, was it today or tomorrow? Tomorrow being Wednesday, where she's having neck surgery. I want to say it's today. Um, where it could be uh, potentially career-threatening uh, that she might not be able to wrestle anymore. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. If uh, uh, if she is unable to return, I mean, if it's a shoot, um, then it's sad that anyone would have to deal with like a career ending injury mm-hmm. uh if it's just like a like an obstacle for her to overcome on total divas then it is what it's whatever you know yeah uh, you know i don't know it's for her to return at the royal rumble next year and oh my gosh she's a surprise entrant oh my gosh i don't know but anyways N- natalia and Paige going up against brie bella and alicia fox anything to really take away from the matchup it was nope. really short nope um and Natalia and Paige end up getting the victory. After oh, they, that, they, they talked about oh how uh, Paige doesn't like Alicia Fox. Oh no! Watch such, Total Divas. Such drama. I don't know. I feel like after the Rock segment, the show kind of just died. Like, did you get that feeling? It was a really long segment too. It was long, and then after that, everything else it just felt like it was dragging so much. Like, I was tired. Tyler was tired. Like, we were just like, is this show over yet? Like, how long is it? I'm like, oh, my God, we still have 15 minutes to go or whatever. Um, or however long it was. But after after that, it just drags so much. Um, after that, we got to see Kalisto going up against The Miz with Kalisto getting the victory, non-title match. Anything to take away from that? No. The Miz is tired okay. of people interrupting him. That's right. And he was interrupted, so it's a joke on him. Uh, after that final matchup, Roman Reigns teaming up with Dean Ambrose to go up against Sheamus and Rusev. Uh, Roman and Dean end up getting the victory. Anything from this matchup? Not really. I thought I had, I was looking at your shoes. I thought those were the shoes I just bought for work, like in the black. New Balance. But uh, I don't think they're the same ones. Uh, they're similar, though. Nice. Cool. Um, after the matchup, the uh, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose put Rusev through a table, and uh, Stephanie was like, "Hey, we've been watching, and we're gonna put you to in a match against Brock Lesnar, a triple threat match. Winner becomes number one contender." So Brock Lesnar did nothing to deserve this title match, although who's, Paul Heyman cut a deal. Yeah, he probably did. Uh, at least they'll say that for storyline purposes. Um, you know, they they hate. Roman Reigns so much and they love just torturing him so we're gonna put you know what what better way to torture a guy than to reward him by putting him in a number one contenders match if I were to reach to try to pull some logic out of this I, th- I would think the punishment would be the two good friends having to fight each other yeah uh where the the title and then also having to overcome Brock is just a physically imposing dude who, mm-hmm. who's there to destroy. so it's, it's kind of like oh you guys are 
oh, you're good buddies. You're going to team up and put Rusev together. Well, let's see if you, your friendship survives this or whatever. Yeah. If I was going to stretch and try to I give mean, you some logic. I know what's going to happen. I know the Wyatts are going to get involved when they do that match at Fastlane. But I still think that's kind of a fresh match just to have Ambrose in it. Yeah. You know, with Lesnar and Reigns. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. And, like, the thing that worries me is that if Lesnar is taken out of the equation, one, you don't want to have Lesnar be pinned in this match. And two... You want me. Yeah. And two, you're going to have to have Roman pin his best friend. So, I don't know. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, I think that's the, the what the authorities are going for. Yeah. Like, maybe they didn't do a good job of, of conveying that. But yeah. I think that's the point. I don't like it. We'll have to see. So uh, the part I don't like about it is that we still we'll know we know that Lesnar will get a high profile Mania match, and we know that Roman's probably going to main event against mm-hmm. Triple H. But like, what does that leave for Ambrose today? Nothing. Nothing that important. He's going to fight Sheamus or Rusev. Ooh, I'd rather him fight she- uh, Rusev. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe Rusev will try and go after the Intercontinental Title. But anyway, so that's going to do it for Raw. Time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions are answered. Well, I guess before we do that, well, we already talked about Lucha Underground and Total Diva. So, yeah, moving into the Q&A portion of the show, your questions are answered. First question coming to us from Micah saying, Happy New Year's, guys. Uh, I'm a little late to the party as well uh, as on the responses to the show. My bad. I listen to each and every show and either A, don't have anything good or entertaining to say, or uh, B, no questions. Uh, I'm sure Tyler is really looking forward to playing Samoa Joe on 2K16. Aw, yeah, today. Uh, I got- Tyler's a mark. <laughs> for that, yes. I got some funny glitch videos from my game, if you guys are still doing that. Absolutely we are. You can send them to uh, podcastcrew at yahoo.com. So make sure you uh, make sure you get on that and we'll get... And, and that's that goes for anyone. If y'all have any, any uh, 2K16 glitches or bloopers or anything like that. I realize there's a... Uh, for WWE and some other games, I record a clip, but I need to go back and edit the yeah, videos. Shorten it. Forget, trim it down a little I bit. I forgot to do that, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so if you come across any glitches, bloopers, fails, anything like that, something that you think is funny that you would be willing to, to submit Submit to us. Um, make sure to get, take the audio, uh, take the video clip, and email it to us. Podcast crew at yahoo.com or provide a link. You know, like upload it to YouTube and send us the link so that we can pull it from there as well. So uh, yeah, podcast crew at yahoo.com. Looking forward to it. Um, let's see. Um, where was he? Um, oh yeah, and glad that Doug is uh, on the show a bit more. Was strange not having him on the show, dropping references that you both don't understand. <laughs> True. Uh, while you guys are reading this, you've already watched the Royal Rumble. So my question for the group is: with all these factions forming or on the horizon, uh, could you take four WWE wrestlers that are not already part of a stable and put them in a stable with a group name? Probably not. <laughs> I gotta come up with four. I definitely won't be able to come up with a name off the top of my head. Okay. Let's see. You can put Gold Dust and Truth. Because they were already kind of teasing that. And then Darren Young and Damian Sandow. What's your team name? Don't have one. They'll come up with something. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. 
Cesaro. Cesaro, nice. Uh, Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. And Neville. Those are four guys I can think of that aren't in stable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And um, I got no name. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. They're just dudes I like. Team Doug. Dudes I like. All right. Tyler? Blake and Murphy. Oh, Lord. Why? And the Ascension. Okay. It's called Meh. <laughs> team Meh. Sorry, that's horrible. Nope, that's your team. Okay. So congratulations. Oh, wait. I want to... You want to change it up? I'm swapping Neville mm-hmm. for Sasha. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sami Zayn. Cesaro. Cesaro. Mark Henry. Mark Henry and, and Sasha. Sasha Banks. All right. I, I, w- I would watch that. Team Attitude. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not our name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, next bit, uh, next question we have is from Brian saying, definitely the best Royal Rumble in years. One thing that people shouldn't forget is that Rusev is the new TV champion. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the picture that I sent y'all. Yeah, I did. Where uh, he took the monitor and uh, has claimed to be. I wonder why he took that monitor. He did it on Raw as well. Uh, after the show, like whenever they went off the air, yeah. there was there was a video that surfaced of him uh, after he got up from being driven through the table. He picked up the monitor and walked to the backstage again. So being consistent, I like it. He is your new television champion. This is like when uh, Booker T's promotion had a mouse <laughs> for the internet champion. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Before R O W P W A, it was P W A, and this is our first time to go to a P W A show. And like, this oh, the internet. Years ago. This is like yeah, years ago. Nine years ago or something. Thousands of years yeah, ago. The internet championship. And like we didn't know what was going on. The guys I think the guys in front of us like, oh yeah, the champion has a mouse for uh, And we were like, what is he holding? And the guy's like <laughs> yeah, X is like he has a mouse. He's just the internet <laughs> champion. Like, wow. <laughs> that's a stretch, but all right. Um but the question is, do you think the talent overall in present day is better as far as ability to put on good matches compared to rosters in the past if more of the chains are off, so to speak? Thanks, as always, guys. Do you think that the talent overall in present day is better as far as ability to put on good matches compared to rosters in the past? I mean, I think they're, they have as talented or as deep of a roster as they've ever had, if that's mm-hmm. what he means. Yeah, um, just the array of superstars that they have in WWE and coming up through NXT, it's uh, it's certainly a, a deep uh, roster. And I'm looking forward to the day where you know the majority of the people who are out with injury return because that could put up all kinds of different combinations and fresh I'd like matchups. To see. That's what I'd really like to see more than anything. I mean, they have guys who have killer matches all the time that just aren't, like, focused on, so no one thinks of them as, like, a serious contender. Like, Luke Harper rarely has a bad match, but no one Mm -hmm. thinks, like, Luke Harper is a fucking player because he's not focused on as a player. Yeah, and it's also tough because WWE is consistent. uh, WWE is consistent with... Starting a match, giving us like three or four minutes. Let's go to commercial for three or four minutes. Come back three or four minutes, and the match is over. So it's like, okay, that's a total of about 12 minutes, but we only saw, you know, close to half of it. And then uh, 
you know, they didn't really get enough time to build up any momentum. I mean, it's a three-hour show. Surely, every once in a while, you can give us a 15 to 20-minute match. You know, they don't have to always be these six to eight-minute matches that at least we get to see. But, you know, it's they, they, they have the talent. They have the roster. They could easily, you know, give us top-quality entertainment. But you also have to think about you're, you're going to burn out your talent by doing it that way as well. Because they're on the road so much. So, something to consider. Um, when you were talking about Luke Harper a while ago, just reminded me of this, and I'm sorry I'm going back to the Royal Rumble, uh, when Brock Lesnar was coming in and uh, doing German suplex to that big oh my man, God. Harper. Poor Harper. Man, he took a few. It just looked crazy on him. He mm-hmm. probably took more than his share because... Strowman probably couldn't take them. He took Strowman's share. Or they probably as well. didn't want Strowman to take them. They're probably still protecting Strowman. Mm-hmm. Not that he could have taken them if they wanted him to. That would be a scary uh, thing. Yep. So, um, final question coming to us from Hugh, who actually messaged, uh, privately messaged us. I don't know if you guys saw what he was saying. I saw he's from New Zealand. He's not from. Where did I say he was from? England? I don't know. Ireland. I Ireland. thought he was from Ireland, but he's from New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so that's still, that's a, that's going to be one heck of a long trip. Yeah, man. So, uh, safe travels on your way down here. Um, Hugh says, question for you guys. Last week, I was lucky enough to attend two NXT live events in the Midwest. Uh, and at both shows. That's not the same Hugh. Oh, okay. Well, it might be a different Hugh then. There's H-U-G-H is from New Zealand. Ah. H-E-W is not from New Zealand. Gotcha. Thank you for the clarification. Uh, he says he attended. Man, I fucking know what's up. You do. You know our listeners. Uh, you atten- He attended two NXT live events in the Midwest, and at both shows, Eva Marie got booed louder than anyone I've ever heard at any wrestling show. Does that make her a good heel? I know people would say no. A good heel should be be heated for, uh, hated for the right reasons, actions, storylines, and what have you. But the reaction was so visceral, I think there's a lot of money to be made with her. When's the last time there was someone people really wanted to see fail and get beaten? Uh, the last time? Yeah. Mm. Maybe JBL. Um, where it was just like, I freaking hate you. You're going to cause riots. Huh. I don't know the last time it happened. I mean, there is, like, he's talking about, is does she have go-away heat or does she have, like, good heat? Right. Go-away heat. It's I, definitely go-away. Well, I go back and forth on this all the time. I convince myself that there is no such thing as go-away heat anymore, and then sometimes, I, sometimes I'm like, yeah, that person has go-away. I know, like, when people have go-away heat with me, <laughs> but... Who was the last person to have go-away heat with you? Or someone that pops into Chris mind. Chris Jericho last Monday on Raw <laughs> had go away heat with me. Um, I think the only the only way to to really tell if someone has good heat or go away heat is if it affects a business. And Eve Marie is not in a spot to 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 move the needle one way or the other, even if they hate her. So so I would say it's it's perfectly fine heat like. So I, I go through these phases where I'm like, heat is heat, and if you're in this day and age where everybody... You're getting a reaction from the crowd, and that's all they want. Well, it's, it's I think it's more complex than that, but essentially, I don't know. In this day and age where everything is so open, like if you can find... If there's any reason that they legitimately hate you, then it's as good as being hated for the right reasons. And then sometimes I convince myself that 
go away heat is a bad thing, but I think it is only a really, really bad thing. Is if it, it, the only way to that it can really affect business if it's someone on top that would be expected to draw and people were so not wanting to see that person they stop coming in shows, yeah, stop buying. I think that's the only way you can definitively say that's go away heat because if not, then. If they didn't want to see you, they are still fucking showing up. So is that go away heat? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not going to pay attention to your match. I'm waiting for someone else. Yeah, but you bought your ticket. <laughs> right. It's uh, it's definitely tough. Um, I mean, you could go back to like the 80s and early 90 days of wrestling where the fans would genuinely hate someone. I mean, take Rowdy Roddy Piper, for example, you know, uh, or Ted DiBiase. You know, the crowd was like, oh, my God, I freaking hate this guy. But, you know. See, I, I see where Hugh's coming from with the there is money to be made with Eva Marie in, in the in the heat sense. But the, the difference between her and someone else, I think, is that he, it's only good for that. I think you can only get away with it that one time. Yeah. And then once she sort of loses that, I think it's gone. Then it, then it relies on your actual talent. Yeah. And I don't know if she's there yet. I don't mean that as in like one single match. I mean she's got right. one one run of that type of heat, mm-hmm. and as soon as that gets sort of, as soon as you get past that, like you can't replicate that again. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, anything from you, Tyler? You ready to play two K sixteen? Well, I won't be able to do that for a little while. <clears throat> I'll get download that. it, but sound sad about it. I know. You're so, Sorry, so bummed. My, my throat. No, he's a legitimate <laughs> bummed. So he's gonna go cry in his bare bed. And, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Twitter at WNS Podcast at WNS underscore Daniel at Tyler underscore There you go. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. Hey, Bear. Doug. And we will catch you all next week.